Hello and welcome to Arcane and Obscura. I'm Chris. Hey, yo, what up? I'm Nate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't really neat, is it? I know what you're talking about. Um, so, you know I live in the South. And I have for a long time. Yeah, because I live there too. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, but you're not from the South. No. Um, I will I'm sometimes... State. Debatable. We're not going to Statistically. Get... Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Massachusetts is the highest. We're up there. Um, yes. Anyways, uh, one of my friends called me out the other day about uh, slipping into a southern accent. Because I normally don't speak in a southern accent. I think I have a pretty base. Yeah. Uh, well, I say that too. People say I have a New York accent. I mean, no, I don't. I, <laughs> I don't really hear your accent. I enunciate. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I don't um, have a draw. You don't have a draw. Uh, but I, I have caught myself a few times uh, slipping into a southern accent. And I, I mainly do this when I try to be... Um, Racist. No. That would be a good time to do that, actually. Yes, to do a southern would. accent, too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, when I'm trying to make a... F- like, I'm playing like an idiot, and I'm trying to make a joke about someone being stupid... I realize I slip into a southern accent when I do that. And I'm like, ah, yes, I see. I've been I've been indoctrinated to think the southerners are idiots. Which, I'm not going to say all are. I've met some really intelligent southern yeah. people. But god damn, living in rural Florida, yes. you're like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> there's some fucking stupid yeah. Central, things you yeah. see. Central's pretty bad. I saw this one guy driving once with a trailer with no uh, wheels on his rims. It was fully loaded. He was just leaving grooves down the road. Oh my god. Okay, you don't notice this? <laughs> oh, those grooves everywhere you drove. It's crazy. It's just baffling. Some of the crazy ass shit I've seen. Uh, what I call yee-yee type people. It's insane. I mean, literally. People. Things you, you would look at and go... How are they not dead yet? Kind of. Because we have little labels that say don't use the blow dryer in the washer. <laughs> or in the shower. Oh. That's why we don't have as many. We, mm. we are protecting. That's very that's very bold of you to assume we that are. they can read. <laughs> so Okay, the ones that can read, we are protecting. <laughs> survival of the fittest. Yes. We, By we've fittest, kind of taken I mean out survival of the fittest. and <laughs> We've nullified that process. <clears throat> Yeah, we have a bunch of dumb people. Yeah. I mean, there's that always that famous quote, how it's like, uh, uh, good times breed soft people, soft people breed hard times, hard times breed strong people. It's so long. It's an endless cycle, something like that. I know they used to tell people that when I was president, I was going to make it a law that if there's a bad driver in front of you, like no directional, they're cutting you off, mm-hmm. you can shoot them. <laughs> Legally. Okay. That's a bit rough, dog. Especially no, here no. in Florida. Uh, the roads would be, you know, easy to be to drive. The roads would be empty. You just go wherever you this want. This is some Russian-ass shit, dog. <laughs> Somebody's annoying you, you just pull out your revolver, they're yeah. no longer annoying you. Russian stealth. <laughs> Russian stealth? <laughs> I just love that term, so I throw it in there. Russian stealth. We Definitely still use works. it when we're playing uh, Wildlands. 
we'll keep trying to stealth the mission and it keeps fucking up like okay time for some russian stealth let's were, uh let's it, call it, in a uh, mortar <laughs> strike <laughs> it, it reminds me of uh what we would call in my group uh swedish house clearing um we would play mil sims together and there's house clearing and then there's swedish house clearing House clearing is usually what they call is like uh, slicing the pie, where you go in at the same time and you're like doing co- uh, you slowly going through all the quadrants and sh- yeah. clearing the room. Swedish house clearing is where we get our machine gunner, and he just holds down his trigger and, and walks in and sprays the, sprays whole, the whole room. room. It doesn't even look if there's anybody in there, or we'll frat we'll throw a frag in and then shoot everything up. That's what we what we have tokened as Swedish house clearing. The reason why we have tokened that because there's a video out there of a uh, <laughs> it's an exercise that they're doing. It's a, a a Swedish military exercise that they're doing, and they're engaging each other. And the one LMG just fucking holds his trigger down and walks out sweeping and sweeps everybody. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? Motherfucker. And he got everybody. I was like, it works. I don't know how well, but it works. <laughs> and uh, that's why we call it Swedish house clearing from now on. <laughs> yeah, I forget where I heard it. I heard it on some YouTube video. They called it Russian stealth. Russian yeah. stealth. I mean, it works. It's like Russians Give up dealing stuff, with anything. Shooting is never what you expected. We to be. started with a mortar strike, and then we were running in with our guns out. <laughs> Do you ever watch the video of the Russians dealing with somebody who barricaded themselves in their house? No. It was like a, a, a firefight, and he barricaded himself in the house. You know what we do when someone barricades themselves inside the house? We yeah, usually have swaps talk them out, talk them out, try to get them or try to subdue them in any way. Except Waco. Uh, oof, oof! Then we just pumped it full of gas till everybody's spine snapped. Oh my god! And shot children. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, <laughs> did you did you know the the guy they wanted to get as the next um, ch- uh, head of the ATF was at Waco? And I was like, I don't know if we should. Well, look. not everybody at Waco was bad. It was just a, the people. Uh, uh, the this people dude also lost his sidearm twice in his line of duty. Just lost it. They have no idea where he put it. He just misplaced it and never found it again. Also, he was a part of the team that gave the drug cartels firearms, and it was supposed to track it. Like, they are supposed to put the trackers on it. I heard so about it. I forgot the tracking. They forgot the trackers. They just gave firearms to the cartels. Like, ooh. Yeah. So, needless to say, he didn't actually go through and become the next leader. of. Well, that guy they just got from Florida for the attorney general or whatever mm-hmm. i haven't seen that one yet. they had like a doctor dude that was doing it and he was making like one hundred and forty thousand a year and they're talking about how much no money he had <laughs> and the guy came up with like uh desantis came up with like 1.2 million dollars for this other guy they just hired who came out and said to take all the ivermectin and all that shit oh my god and he's oh making two hundred thousand dollars oh nice because he's saying what they want him to say. Masks are useless. Take ivermectin. <laughs> you know, here's the funny thing: is I found out they're Being they're really backpedaling today. Well, no, I, yeah, I just saw the same thing. Really surprised. Where they're backpedaling now on like, you know, they say don't get the vaccine, don't wear masks. The one side, and the other side is like, you know, wear your masks. Democrats, and... yeah. Huh? The Democrats, yeah. The Republicans. No, 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 no. Democrats. Democrats said don't get the vaccine. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. Remember when Trump Trump was a Republican? Not, yeah, yeah. Remember when and Trump said, was the president and the vaccine was coming out, and then Joe Biden and Kamala Harrison said, "I'm not taking any vaccine under Trump," and they said, "Don't Trump get the vaccine." Trump said the same thing. No, I know he said the same <laughs> thing. All I'm saying is before. Okay, before I'm talking about right now. I know what you're talking about right now, but I wanted to point out. So that now you're backpedaling. I'm not backpedaling at all. I'm also saying that both sides have said it. Yes, but now, right now, one no, side it, is saying. The it. only reason right now one side is saying it is because they're in charge. That's the Would only you let reason. Me get to the point. Of yes, what I'm sorry. Saying. I'm sorry. I got. I don't care about your Trump supporting here. I don't like Trump. <laughs> you're your Trump. I hate both of them. <laughs> I'm not supporting Trump. What I'm saying is. The one side was predominantly against it. Mm-hmm. Better? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Even though they are getting it now. And they're saying... Both they sides get are it. getting it now. Oh, I know. Yes. Sorry. Go ahead. That doesn't factor into my story again. <laughs> but you said it! If it didn't factor in... It doesn't factor into what I'm saying. Okay, go ahead. The one side that was predominantly against it is now saying to get it because they realize they're losing all their constituents. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> that's all I was trying to get to. Okay, I'm sorry. That's why it doesn't. That's why the, both sides don't need to factor. I'm sorry. In. I've been. I don't know if you can tell. I've been debating with a lot of people lately about this kind of stuff. It's it's been an ongoing thing. I was like, listen, guy, I don't like them. I don't like either of them. Every side has a bad side. Absolutely, I agree. Every side has a good side too. Yep. I haven't found one in the Republican Party, but you know, it's there, I'm sure. <laughs> DeSantis. <laughs> He's like a golden diamond. <laughs> it's rare. <laughs> a golden yep. diamond. He's just shiny and rare. Shiny and rare. <laughs> oh, God. We get screwed Ted so bad. Ted Cruz. The last guy was just Ted as Cruz. bad. Yeah, yeah. Voldemort. Oh, fucking Rick Scott? Yeah. He would lie about uh, meningitis outbreaks. So they wouldn't come in with medicine for people. Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> you know how deadly that is. Everything's so politically charged and fucked up right now. Yeah, that's why it just—I don't know—I don't get into it too much. Yeah, it's probably for the best. I don't watch news. I, I see it every now and then. We joke around about it a lot. But... Yes, yes. People are still so so afraid of Trump. It's funny. Was like, it's because he still has a following. That's the problem. Yeah, no matter how many times not, he blatantly lies to them and then changes what like, he's saying, and they're like, "Oh, he oh, does have he's a following." Just like me. What stupid? But yeah, he does have a following, but it's so minuscule. It's like I don't care. Yeah. Stop but telling it, me about Trump. It doesn't matter. I mean, small groups can overthrow big groups. Absolutely. That's, that's the problem. I think that's what people are worried about. He's not going to overthrow anything. No, I know. But like we were talking about how. Uh, if anything, you're you know, only giving him more about, power by constantly. Well, talk, the other thing too is people are always talking about talking about all of his followers and their uprisings and their guns and their uprisings. But, but the other thing is what uprisings? Aside from January sixth, no, I, but they're talking about another one coming up. I don't think it's ever another happened. overthrow. It's not going to happen. But anyway, uh, overthrow. Anyways, the point. The point of the thing is, when you start they're always pop- talking about the Trump and their their gun nuts. But uh-huh. they don't realize that the other side has guns too, and they outnumber. <laughs> they outnumber the other guys. When you got a hundred to one, they all have guns. The yeah. one's not going to win. Not usually. I mean, you say that but unless they do a Vietnam. Swedish. Unless have you looked at Vietnam? 
Yeah, but we don't have too many spots where they can do a lot of guerrilla warfare anymore. Guerrilla warfare doesn't necessarily... That's how Vietnam won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do guerrilla warfare in any you kind of situation. Can, but they're not smart. You're right. You know what? You're right. <laughs> they're taking horse tapeworm medicine to get rid of a virus. <laughs> I think we Case need... Case end point. You know what we need to get? We need to get somebody on the... F- on the left and we need to get somebody on the right and then we four of us need to sit down and talk about politics no i think it'd be so much fun no there'd be so much arguing it would be the best no not it would be the best i'll just get annoyed i would love oh fuck i want to do another podcast i'm gonna do a political podcast where we just yell at each other all day about different stupid points of views so you'll be like that uh infowars Infowars? He just yells about oh shit. Oh my god! The guy is ridiculous. Oh my! <laughs> I can't believe people listening. Are you talking about Alex, Alex Jones? Jones? Yes. Boys in the water turning the frogs gay. Yes, the guy is so bad shit. Crazy. He was, he was okay. <laughs> people follow Alex him. Jones was just recently. I say recently. I think it was a few weeks ago. Was on uh, Tim Pool, uh, the Tim Show. Where's the pull show? I don't know. I think it's the Daily Tim show, something like that. Um, in that in that episode, he actually says it again. He's like, "Man, I just don't want them putting anything in the water and make the frogs gay." I'm like, he's still saying it to this day. You know what's funny? Another one that's kind of funny. What's that? Joe Rogan. <laughs> he was all anti-vaccine. COVID's fake. Joe Rogan is very. What I've seen, I haven't watched a whole lot of him, but what I've seen, he likes to. Whoever is on at the time, he'll generally just kind of match that person. Yeah, but I guess for a while he's been like, uh, COVID's fake, um, anti-vaccine, take ivermectin. Then he got COVID. That happened. And then you know what happened? Because he has money, he was able to go to the hospital (laughs) and get all those uh, synthetic cells, uh, synthetic white cells they're putting in you that can fight. It boosts your immune system. Sure. 100 times right and he was getting like steroid treatments and he comes out and he's like it wasn't that bad because you, <laughs> you dropped a million dollars when it you wasn't can, that bad when, when, uh, when you can drop a million dollars to pay for all those medicines yeah it's not that bad damn it's kind of insane yeah it wasn't that bad i forgot to start my timer okay Oops. well we should Probably. We should probably actually do what we're here yes. for instead of talking I, about I had politics. Like three hours of sleep and I got some running around to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went to bed at one. I'm really surprised like we actually talk about politics because generally we stay away from yeah. it as much as possible. Well, usually we're just fucking being stupid about it. I mean, we're pointing out real things, but we're just <laughs> making fun of half of it. Yeah, yeah. I, oh my god, there's so many things I'm just. I, I don't know. I I'm in a perpetual state of constant disappointment and misery because of politics. I'm in a constant state of perpetual disappointment because of you. It's what I do best. And your family for giving birth to you. Only one person in my family actually gave birth to me. It's not what I. What? Heard <laughs> <laughs> each one delivered a different limb. Wasn't that a premise in um? The Expanse, um, like they know, they, they, there were some groups of people in the Expanse. They gave birth to different parts where, of the person. No, they would basically give group births, 
what they would do is take eggs and sperm from everybody in the in the like family, and there would be like multiple adu- like adults in that family, uh-huh. and so like everybody was everybody's child. Uh-huh. It was weird. I might be completely getting that entirely wrong. I have no idea. Anyways, today we'll be covering the Mary. So I kept wanting to say Mary Cecil. But I'm pretty sure it's Mary Celeste. Where would you get Cecil? Cecil C E C I L. So clearly it's Celeste. C E L E S T E. I don't know why, but I looked at it and go, it says Celeste. Yes. But in my brain, Mary I Celeste. keep trying to say Mary Cecil. And I don't know if we covered something where somebody was called C- Mary Cecil. There's a Cecil Hotel, but we didn't cover it. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. We covered the Cecil Hotel. No. Yeah. We covered another hotel. Wait, no, it was the Cecil. No, we covered the Cecil. Yeah. I'm mixing it up with the actual hotel from The Shining. Fuck, what is that hotel? I can't remember the name. It's all of the weird rugs that... Cecil. We were making fun of how they kept saying Cecil. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> <So> what? Yeah. <laughs> I remember we covered the Cecil Hotel. Yeah. <clears throat> so the Mary Celeste. On December 5th, 1872, a British... Brit, well, <laughs> an American, American, an American. No, 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 I was gonna say a British brig <laughs> or bar. This Japanese Asian guy. <laughs> British Brit, the British Brit, the Australian Aussie, Queensland Australian. Uh, the British brig. I said brig. I know, but I still still hear it. (laughs) Uh, De Gradia was about 400 miles east of the Azores, where the crew members... Oh, you just jumped right in. Holy shit. There's context. Don't worry. I am giving... giving... Middle of the story. No. The beginning (laughs) of the story. That would be hilarious to do one. So, today on our Game Obscure, and then they found her body. I'm going to do that next week. I'm going to do that next week. I'm going to jump into the middle of a story. I mean, to, to be fair, it won't be any different than what I do already because I can't read to begin with. So. <laughs> <clears throat> spotted a ship. Uh, <laughs> when the crew members spotted a ship adrift in the choppy seas, Captain David Morehouse was taken aback to discover that the unguided vessel was the Mary Cecil. See? I didn't even I didn't even mean to say it. It's the just Mary happens. Celeste. The Mary Celeste, which had left New York City eight days before him and should have already arrived in Genoa, Italy, he changed course to offer help. Morehouse sent a boarding party to the ship. Uh, below decks, the ship's charts had been tossed about and the crew members' belongings were still in the quarters. The ship's only lifeboat was missing and one of its two pumps had been dismantled, three and a half feet of water sloshed in the ship's bottom, though the cargo of 171 barrels of industrial alcohol was largely intact. There was six months of supply of food and water, but not a soul to consume it. Um, <clears throat> there's a part that you'll talk about in your part that I kind of want to talk about as well. Oh, will I? What, when, I, I should hope so. <laughs> it's kind of important to talk about. Uh, um, I'm not going to talk about it. 
You're not going to talk about it now? Nope. Just out of spite? I'm just going to crumple up my paper. <laughs> well, if you do get to that point, I want to talk about that in regards to uh, another Genocide. point. Yes. I'm really good at it. It's in my blood. It is. It definitely uh, is. On both fronts. <laughs> I, I, on three fronts? No, only two fronts. Uh, I only know one of them. Well, I'm American. Oh. Yeah. So. Well, mm, yes. Oh, my dad is yes, born dad in is America. American. I should hope so. I had to think about that. I never actually met your parents, so I didn't <clears> think about that. They're like my age. <laughs> How old are you? They're going to be 42 on Monday. My parents are 50 and 60. Yeah, not much older than me. Yeah, that's true. I mean, okay, it's fair. That's kind of weird, though. That you're, that my parents are the same, almost the same age as you? No, like my dad's in his 60s. Well... My parents and are nine I'm years 20 apart. Years older than you. What? And I'm twenty years older than you. Uh huh. I have I have siblings that are in their thirties, almost forties. I don't know your siblings either. I only met one of your brothers. Yeah. The one who was scared Skyler. of ghosts. Motherfucker scared of ghosts, but yes, went ghost hunting with us. Yeah. Oh my. You know, I wish we had like a little stick with us because we can just tap on the shoulder when we're near him. Just really freak them out. He asked me if we ever go to another place, let him know. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, last time he went, then he said, you know, if you go to somewhere scary, yeah. you, you couldn't handle this place. If you go somewhere scary, let me know. I'll go with you guys. What do you mean? You can't even handle this place, and it's just a fucking rec room. Yeah. Mm. Great Foley work by me. Yes. <laughs> Drinking on a job. I'm sorry. Um, In front of me with a chai that I can't drink. It's not chai. It isn't? No, it's matcha. That's what I meant. Matcha. I like chai too. So. Chai is like brownish, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. I had a matcha last night. I had to make it myself because if I get them in these places, they stick all the crap and I can't have. Ah. Uh, anyways. But not a soul to consume it. Thus was born one of the most durable mysteries in nautical history. What happened to the ten people who had sailed aboard the Mary Celeste... Through the decades, a lack of hard facts and only spurred speculations as to what might have taken place. Theories have ranged from mutiny to pirates to sea monsters to killer water spouts. <laughs> Why you? You never wear black nail polish. It's purple. I say you're biting my style. <laughs> I I I've worn. I've had this nail polish for a while. This purple one. It's very dark, though. It is. It's, it was I, black. I, I will admit, like, it's extremely wear black. dark. I'm, I'm glad you fucking interrupted me to talk about my nail polish. Yes. It's very cool of you. It is. Thank you. You're bite, trying to bite my style. Bite your style? I wearing this before you were born. I, I was wearing this before I met you. You think I found you in New York? And we're like, ah. Oh. That's who I wish to be one you day. You were like a little infant being I wish to be a balding 40-something-year-old wearing you're, you're black polish. strolled around and you saw this kid wearing nail polish. And you're like, <clears throat> when I'm older, I'm going to do. You, you wouldn't have been a kid if I've ever seen you eat as a kid. When you were an infant, I would have been like 18. Oh, you're right. When I was an infant, I saw this. That's why I said strolled around <laughs> in a stroller. In Florida. No, in New York. Oh, I see. I wasn't in Florida at that time. I was never in New York. That you know of. You're right. You know, it could have happened. Um, 
killer water sprouts. Water sprouts. Author Conan Doyle, 1884, short story based on the case. Um, ah, yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got distracted by Arthur Conan Doyle. That's the guy who makes Sherlock, right? Yes. Okay. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle to you. You're right. I'm sorry. I didn't <laughs> add that. I should have added it. I know better. Because I, I actually read a lot of the Sherlock series. It's really good. You should read it. Sherlock Holmes? I read it when I was a kid. Really? Yeah. Nice. It was like the Hound of the Baskervilles. I just actually... Finish that one. Recently. I don't think I read any other ones. That's it? Just that one? You're not even the first one? I just I wanted to see what it was like, so oh I grabbed God. Hound of the Bass Girls. That's a good one, though. The first one's really good. I don't even know what it is. The second one's wild. The second one takes, like, what they... they... Okay, let's see if I can remember. I know, I know the ending. I can't remember how it started. But it's basically... Someone dies... Of mysterious causes. Like, they don't know how he died. He died in a locked room with no way in or out. That was the ice thing. The ice thing? Wasn't it? No. You're talking about the ice knife? Like, the ice pick? The ice bullet, ice brick, <clears throat> whatever you want to... No. Different stories for it. That that wasn't... No. I don't think... <clears throat> oh my god, I got so much flood in my throat. Uh-huh. <coughs> Earn some money on the way here? <coughs> no. Uh, there's a bunch of baby on your hand, though. <laughs> Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, 1884, short story based on the case po- uh, poised a captured by a vengeful ex-slave. A 1935 movie featured Bella... Lugosi. Yep, Lugosi. I'm glad you actually read it, too. I know who he is anyway. (laughs) Who's Bella Lugosi? As a homicidal sailor now and a new investigation drawing on modern maritime technology and newly discovered documents has pieced together some most likely scenarios. Who is Bella? Who is Bella Lugosi? He's an actor. Well, no shit. I know that. He played like the first Dracula. I thought the first Dracula was played by Sir... The guy who plays Count Dooku. Palpatine? Palpatine? I thought just Star Wars name popped in my head. Count Dooku. I spelled Dooku wrong. Actor. 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 Christopher Lee. I thought Christopher Lee played the first Dracula. No, Bella Lugosi. Oh. I guess. In 1931. Hmm. Interesting. It Christopher Lee's Dracula was pretty good. Wasn't the first vampire movie? No. No. I the Keanu that. Reeves movie was the first Dracula movie. <laughs> first Dracula movie, yes. No, it was not, by far. It was no, not. It wasn't. <clears throat> but the first vampire movie that I know of was Nosferatu. I think that's correct. Nosferatu was, was early, early. Yeah. I had it. They you re- had the original? They re-released it on DVD. <laughs> I had it. It, was it was from 1922. Did you ever play um, Masquerade? Yes, I had the book. No, yes. I think my desktop. Yeah, Bloodlines was awesome. I always played the Malcave because they were batshit crazy. They had the best dialogue. I heard the Malcave are only, like, it's a good, it's one of the best to play so long you've played the game before. Like, if you've run through the, 
like game as someone else. Yeah, but I did a lot of like the tabletop vampire to masquerade, so I knew their <clears throat> classes and races. And no, no, no. The reason why they said it's better to play it not as the the crazy ones first is because they start to like tell you about what's gonna happen in the game already before it actually happens. So like that's why they recommend playing the hardest one is for the uh, Nosferatu. Nosferatu, yeah, because you got to hide from everything. Yeah, <clears throat> I've never played it, but the new one's coming out, so I, I kind of want to play it. I have it. Bloodlines? Yeah. For what? PC. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm really burpy, <clears throat> and there's a lot of phlegm stuck in my throat. Really so I keep having a lot of steam in my throat. <clears throat> <clears throat> Please. Baby batter, sorry. Baby, yeah, yeah. Seed. Essence. Femboy. Love juices. Here. What are they? I called it something one time. It was what? like heritage water. <laughs> I think I was referring to it as. Heritage water. Um, <clears throat> I'm sorry. Uh, where was I? <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing's been off top. Has pieced together the most likely scenario. I love the idea of mysteries, but you, this is a quote. Um, I I say, that sounds really, you do, huh? I, I love, the, love idea, the ideas. Yeah. I love the idea of a mysteries, uh, but you should always revisit these things using knowledge that has since come to light, says Anna McGregor. MacGregor. Yeah. The documentarian the who, writes the document. who launches the investigation, who wrote directed and produced and sailed the mary celeste <laughs> and sailed the mary celeste <laughs> she was there she was, that's why she knows yeah that's why she knows the true story of the mary celeste partly with funding from the smithsonian networks which is really cool i'm gonna go to the smithsonian i could have but the line was fucking long so i said fuck that <clears throat> you like that yeah <laughs> now to the beginning. The ship began its fateful voyage on November 7th, 1872, sailing with the seven crewmen and Captain Benjamin Spooner Briggs, his wife, Sarah. <laughs> Shut up. Tell me, Captain Benjamin Spooner Briggs. Briggs. His wife. Sorry. Bartholomew. Bar- her, his wife, Bartholomew? Spooner. Spooner. Briggs. Briggs. His wife, Sarah. And the couple's two-year-old daughter, Sophie, the 282-ton... One kid was left behind. Yes, but I... Motherfucker. I don't know if you're going to get to it. I'm not. It's for you. No, it's not. What do you mean, no, it's not? It's not in there. It's not in there? No. I know what it says, so I can cover it. Okay. All right. I mean, I guess you. I guess you would know what your own script says. Yes. No, I mean, I didn't write it, but I remember it. <laughs> okay. Sorry. The two hundred eighty-two ton uh, brigantine battle-heavy weather for two weeks to reach. I'm sorry. I wrote this in a weird format. Why did I write it like that? The barge battled heavy weather for two weeks to reach the Azores 
where the ship's log's last entry was recorded at 5 a.m. on November 25th. After spotting the Mary Celeste 10 days later, the day Garatia crewmen sailed the ship some 800 miles to Gibraltar. Is Gibraltar? it Gibraltar? Yes. Where the British Vice Admiral Count Court... Duke. Yep. <laughs> I said count. I meant court. Convinced a <laughs> commenced a salvage hearing in which I need to get either a bigger phone or actually start printing these up. And we talked about this last week. Yeah. Um. Because I like I have to hold it really close in order to read pretty well. Put and even then, on. no. <laughs> How about that, Potter? <laughs> uh, commenced a salvage hearing, which usually limited to determine whether the salvagers in this case. The day, uh, Gratia. The day was Omega. Gratia. Crewmen were entitled to payment from the ship's insurance, but the attorney general in charge of the inquiry, Frederick Solly Flood, Flood uh, suspected mischief and investigated accordingly. After more than three months they of the court found... Got fucked. Uh, what? Who got fucked? Them. Salvagers. Yeah, they did kind of get <laughs> fucked. Uh, the court found no evidence of foul play. Eventually, the salvagers received a payment, but only one-sixth of the uh, 46000 for which the ship and its cargo had been insured for. Yeah. Suggestions that the authorities were not entirely convinced of the de Gratia. Is it Gratia or Granitia? I don't remember that one. G-R-A-T-I-A. Gratia. Gratia? 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 It's English. Huh? Yeah. They were entirely convinced of the crew's innocence. The story of the Mary Celeste might have been, might have drifted into history if Conan Doyle hadn't published J. Hubbuck Johnson's statement in 1884. His sensational account printed in Cornhill Magazine set off waves of thor theories, not authorities. Why didn't I write authorities? Cornhole Magazine. Cornhole Magazine. Uh, theorizing that about the ship's fate. Even uh, Attorney General Solly Flood uh, revisited the case, writing summaries of his interviews and notes. But the mystery remains unsolved. Mac, Mac Gregor picked up the trail in 2002. This is before he started doing UFC. I was going to make a joke about before we started Star Wars. Because <laughs> that's a... Uh, yeah, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. And there's Ian McGregor, too. Yeah. There's so many McGregors. Oh, it's but it's Mac Grever. Gregor. Not <laughs> Mick Grever. Mac Grever. 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 Um... <clears throat> Picked up the trail in uh, 2002, where there's so much nonsense written about the list. This legend, she said, I felt compelled to find the truth. Mac Greger. Four previous investigation documentaries, including the Hindenburg disaster, uh, applied modern forensic techniques to historical questions. There are obviously limitations to historic cases, she says, but using the latest technology, you can come to a definitive conclusion or a different conclusion either way uh, for me for her Mary uh, Celeste 
But you didn't. I know. So why'd you stop? Because <laughs> I, because in my brain, I still felt like I fucked up, so I stopped. I'm like, did I say that right? Don't worry about it, dog. I'm just stroking out. I feel like I stroke out every time. Yeah. That's fair. It's that partial lobotomy we gave you in that one episode. I'm sorry. What was episode four? You won't yeah, remember. Yeah, I think it was. <laughs> you Trust wouldn't remember. Was I there? We wiped out your short-term memory. Who are you? I guess you would be technically long-term memory at this point. Yes. Long-term. What do you mean? It's not been that long. I've known you for <laughs> no, like no, I'm making it sound perverted. three. Oh. It's only been three years. For Mary Celeste film, McGregor began by asking what didn't happen, speculating uh, concerning sea monsters. The what, easy questions to answer. Yeah. What didn't happen? She was, well, when you eliminate... Well, meteor didn't crash When you down. eliminate all other factors... The nuclear fusion engine didn't blow up. The uh, hyperdrive didn't kick in. Speculations concerning sea monsters was easy to dismiss. The ship's conditions were intact and was full of cargo. Seemed to rule out pirates. One theory, banded about in the 19th century, held the crew members, drank the alcohol on board, and mutinied. After interviewing crew members, mutinied. There you go. Mutant. Did I say mutant? Yeah, like what? You threw me off like really bad. Like mutant, mutate what? Uh, they didn't mutate after the alcohol got into the. It's wood alcohol, so it made everyone blind. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they grew tentacles. Yeah. Um. How did the and crew members fired? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interviewed crew members, descendants. Life. What? Nothing. You rat bastard. So they inspired that fisherman's wife picture. Oh fuck! I forgot about that picture. The first hentai picture. Yeah. yeah. Gets a good picture. I want to get one now. It's tattooed uh, on your back. No, God, no. Interviewing crew members' descendants, MacGregor deemed that the scenario unlikely. Uh, another theory assumed that the alcohol vapors expanded in the uh, Erzo's heat and blew off the main hatch, prompting the uh, prompting those aboard to fear an immediate explosion. But MacGregor notes that the boarding party found that the main hatch was secured and did not report smelling any fumes true she says nine of the 100 and or not 100 1701 barrels in the hold were empty but the empty nine had been recorded as being made of red oak not white oak like the others red oak is known to be more porous wood and therefore more likely to leak they weren't empty there was nine that were empty. Okay. Nine that were. Everything else was intact. Okay. Uh, but nine was were empty. Me. Sorry. As for the homicide sailor. But it sailor, was the ones that were empty were the ones that were more likely to evaporate. Through the yes. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. The ones that were empty were red oak barrels, not white oak barrels. I just chime in every now and then so it sounds like I'm paying attention. <clears throat> or you chime in now and then because I said something really fucking weird and you're like, what? No, that one I just wanted to clarify because it sounded almost like all of them were empty and I know they weren't. No. So just a couple were. It just nine of them. And the ones that could possibly leak the easiest. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So that's why she was like, it doesn't make sense if they drink. The only ones that could evaporate, evaporated, and the wow. other ones are still there. Amazing. As for the homicidal sailor, played by Lugos in the mystery. Lugosi. Lugosi in the mystery of the Mary Celeste, 
He may have been drawn from two German crewmen, brothers Volkert and Boyd Lorzen, who fell under suspicion because none of their personal uh, possessions were found aboard the ship. But Lorenzen, but Lorenzen, fucking German fucking names, why did it be like this? Uh, descendants told McGregor that the pair had lost their gear in a shipwreck earlier in 1972, and they had not, they had no motivation. It's kind of funny to think about that, though. We didn't find evidence of you on board, so, you you know, you didn't leave any of your robbery equipment, so you weren't there. Well, they were saying that they're the ones who committed, like, homicide, and then took all their stuff and left afterwards. I know, but it's like, that just means they're good at killing people. (laughs) They took all their evidence with them. They put it in evidence bags right after they used it. It's like, bag that up. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, though. If you if you committed homicide, you would take all your stuff and leave. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. If you kill someone, you're not going to leave your... Well, they were saying none of their stuff was found. Yeah. So that's why they believed that they committed homicide. Oh, okay. I thought I was saying that's why they didn't think they were there. No. They were saying the reason why their stuff wasn't there was because they had lost it on a previous shipwreck. But you know, another reason why their stuff might not be there is because they weren't there. Uh, no, the manifest showed that they were on board. And they never found, the brothers never showed up. Brothers Grimm. Oh, strike again. In league with a coal peddler. That's what, it's all just one big organization. The ship runs on coal. <laughs> I was trying to come up with something to debate that one. I was like, "Damn, I can't, I can't even formulate a dumb reason to argue with him that one." I don't even know what the ship runs on. Yeah, I was like, I don't even know if the ship does run on coal. I don't think it does because I, I remember them either. saying they had sails. But this was the 1870s, so yeah. I think at that point they had coal power. Yeah. So it's like, I don't actually know. I don't think so because I think most coal-powered ships were more like. Um, fairies, and I don't think anything would go over long distances. Long distances, yeah. No, not once they got newer shit, they wouldn't go back to the older shit. Okay, I'm guessing it's break time. <clears throat> it is. It is indeed break time. All right, we will be back. Mary's happy heart for heart. Alrighty, we are back. And you always sound so disappointed on this podcast. Because you say mean things to me during break. You beat me up. And I didn't me. say after the go from a commercial or go from our break. Huh? I said after. You always sound disappointed on the podcast in general. I always sound disappointed in life in general. What do you that mean? is a good point. You always sound disappointed. <laughs> I always look pissed period. off. I always look like I'm ready to fight, and I always sound disappointed. Can you believe this bullshit? Somebody literally said, Nate, why do you always look pissed off? They me? never met me. <laughs> I know. I was like, what are you talking I, about? I have, there's a picture of me on Instagram. I, I always look like I'm ready to fucking fight somebody. It's like, what are you I was talking to someone. Talking about? My mm-hmm. face is not that... I was... Uh, talking to someone recently i'm sorry i'm not gonna bring up the name okay this person i just talked about today yep and uh i was saying how i'm scary looking and she's like no you're not i'm like i remember one of the first things you said to me after you saw my (laughs) picture 
You waited about a month or two before you would tell me, but your first thought was, oh, crap, what did I get myself into? <laughs> See, <laughs> so she just laughed about it's it. It's funny because, uh, not to that extent, but I've had very similar, kind of similar, where, where I've been told, well, you look intimidating. Why? My face doesn't, it's not that It's cherub-like. <laughs> say I have a baby face? <laughs> you kind of do. When I shave. Still a little bit. How dare you. Um, Don't worry, the baby cheeks will go away when you get older. <laughs> they haven't. They're still here. Um, You're not that old yet. I'm 23. I'm going to be 42. At what point do you, are you old enough to no longer have chubby cheeks? Once or you baby hit 35 cheeks? and you're halfway to dead. Oh, okay, cool. And you start getting sallow looking. And just... <laughs> um, but they, uh, Is that the right I, word? Sallow? Yeah. It's where you're sunken in? Yeah, yeah sallow word. Like, I use it. I'm like, you know, have you ever used a word you know it's the right one? And you're like, wait. No. Really? Every word I use is correct. Yeah, okay. <laughs> shall we go back to the podcast? <laughs> yes, we shall. <laughs> and Mary word. Cecil. I... <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to go far. <laughs> Yes, but I knew <laughs> every word I say, I mean. You may not be right, but I mean them. I mean them. Every I time. I say it with integrity. Did I tell you about the one time I used a derogatory term and didn't realize what derogatory term it was? I remember when I, you used I, the buxom and didn't know what it was. No. No, 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 yes, no, no. Yes, 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 no. yes, Well, nope, nope. Yes. Nope. I used buxom in the correct term. No, you didn't. There are multiple terms, no, and I, I fought no, on didn't. that. I will die yeah. on that molehill. <laughs> I will die on that molehill. I used the term correctly, because there are multiple... T- I was using the original... If we original, have to go down to, like, the 15th definition in the dictionary, No, I went count. with the original ter- meaning of buxom, and that's what I used it for. And you're like, but that's not what it's used for today, Nate. I'm like, yes, but I use it for its original meaning. So I was right. Full bosomed. It also means obsolete. <laughs> I'm very buxom. Uh, obedient. I, I, I will die on this molehill. I used, the, used it in the original format of it. All right, I was correct. Yes, but the person who said it to you didn't mean it in that term. I don't even remember the context, but I remember being right. He said when you go to Germany, you're going to meet a Buxen Bavarian and not come back home. Yes. Tempt my memory. I didn't remember. <laughs> I, I, was remember I was trying to remember uh, what the context was, and I remember that it's conversation. My Polaroid memory. My Polaroid yeah. memory? It's not a photographic, because I cannot tell you fucking dates or times <laughs> or anything, but I can tell you full fucking conversations. Polaroids have dates and times on them. No, I know, but you know the term photographic. Polaroid's kind of like... It's not quite photographic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I used a, a derogatory term, a really bad one, thinking it was something... I remember I, that. Yes. 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 Like, I said I it. Said you, yeah, I can't believe you just said that. You're like, what does it mean? I, I said it. Uh, <laughs> I said it thinking it meant one thing, and then everybody looked at me and goes, Nate. No, you said it on the podcast. No, I didn't. Yeah. Was it on the podcast? I'm listening to Ken Gets It. Was it on the Yes. No, but you also did say you didn't know that's what it meant on the podcast. So I th- yeah, yeah. I, think, I think you're clear. Um, yeah, I Speaking said of which, we should probably do an episode of that at some point to kind of close it out. Because I don't sure. think we're going to be doing much more of it. You know what? There's a new game I'm playing that you might like. That we could we switch could over and do something or play on that. Yeah, we could play on that. It's um, 
It's a card game called... Called Hide the Flush. Pickle. My grandfather taught it to me behind the shed. Why would it be using cards? It's a distraction. It's a distraction. <laughs> yeah. Um, Blows your mind with a little <clears throat> side of hand magic trick and slips called, the pickle in. It's called Flesh and Blood. It's pretty good. It's... Uh, I had a blast when we did Lunch Money. I think we should do more card games. We'll do one. I'll, I'll, I'll bring it over. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. We're talking about something. Aside from me using a derogatory term, not realizing what it meant, thinking it meant something else, and you went, Nate, that's not what that means. I go, what? <laughs> you go, that's, that's a bad word. Yes. And like, oh, no. Uh, I don't remember what it was. I remember exactly what it was. Yeah. I'm not going to say it. I don't remember what it was. Was it the K one? Yes. Okay, I remembered it. Yes. I just didn't want to say it either. Yep. Anyways, call, we're talking about people saying that our faces look very aggressive, even though they're not. It's just, after you've known us for a little bit, that you don't really see it. But when our first impressions, everyone thinks that we're intimidating in some way. Yeah. Well, uh, nobody I, can see you, but you can see me on Instagram. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'll try better. <laughs> you uh, won't. No, I won't. Uh, <laughs> I, I met my friend's cousin one time, and she hid behind him. This wasn't like a, a 12-year-old. This was like... a. T- like 16 year old the one insane dog that made me feel really bad actually i'm gonna tell you one and it still makes me feel like shit to this day when i was probably 17 this is back when i had my hair dyed like red and black mm-hmm. and i was all decked out in chains and whatever piercings and things like that walking through the mall you know this was still this was back in like 97 so the world was a little bit less scary. Yeah, I had yet to be born. Yes. So I'm walking through the mall, <clears throat> and uh, I was up in Saratoga. I'm walking through the mall, minding my own business. It's just me. How dare you? There's a mother huh? and her two daughters. She sees me. Her eyes get super wide. She starts getting a little terror, like terror in her face. And as I'm walking closer, she dives for both of her kids, <laughs> grabs at them, misses one of them takes the one she got and ducks and hides behind a pillar <laughs> and it like made me feel like shit it's like you missed one year for one you don't need to do that it's just i'm just walking through the mall right secondly you missed one so instead of trying to get her you say screw it i'm going to keep the one i got sacrifice the other one to this weirdo yeah it's, my, my... And back then i wish i had like a lollipop because you could get away with stuff like this back then. Yeah. I'd, I'd, you know, I'd kneel down and go, here, give her a lollipop and walk her over to her mother. Here you so go, little you girl. Here's kid. a lollipop. But you could get away. You know, I know, it wasn't I know. as bad back then. And I'd walk her over to her mother. You know, I'm not a bad person. It just, it's stuck in my head forever. It's like, why the fuck would you abandon one of your kids? Yeah. I I never had that to, to that extreme. I've gotten a lot of gay comments and I've gotten a lot of... Um, <laughs> I look intimidating comments, but that's about it. He's an intimidating gay. I am a very intimidating gay. Okay, let's get to the story. <laughs> Fuck, I want to. I want to make my Instagram now just intimidating gay. No, it's not PC. What do you mean? Intimidating gay is PC. Fine. <laughs> okay, so the part that I didn't write was was, was that he left his seven year old son behind to stay in school while they went on the delivery, basically. Because they had to yes. ship a cargo. Yeah. And usually captains would not bring their families unless it was super safe. Yeah, it's just So it was like... A normal know. ass day. Yeah. So now to get to the research stuff. So that when they were trying to figure out what really happened to the Mary Cecil, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> they ran through you piece of shit <laughs> they ran through the theories of which you mentioned they were ruling them out one by one yep you know obviously he didn't die at birth so they could rule that one out you're literally the worst fucking person i hope you know so learning from talking to like colleagues and stuff now his son was alive they did talk to him yeah i'm sorry so and this was in 2007 i believe when they did this research when uh, talking to other like people, yeah, it was like seven or four. Yeah, four or seven. Like so when they were talking to uh, people that knew of the captain, he was extremely experienced and very well respected. So they kind of had to fall back on the assumption that he would not abandon a ship unless it was for a very valid reason. He was. I know. I read he was well respected within the sailing community. Yes, like, and he was like, like really, really captains. good captain. Yeah. Yeah. So they had to fall back that basically he would not leave the ship for no reason. Yeah, he would have to have a very good reason to leave the ship. So now they had to try and figure out uh, why. And part of the thing was the other ship that found uh, the Mary Celeste found it 400 miles away from its last log date. Yeah. So they had to figure out how that happened. So they had to try and figure out where the ship was initially abandoned because they believe it was abandoned after the last morning log was written. And there was a, there was a pe- uh, period of time without logs too because nothing was happening. Yeah. It was like there was, I think there was the five logs near the last, like the last five days shit was happening. So they had logs. So they began looking into weather conditions. You know, things like water temp, wind speed, wind direction using ICOADS, which is the International Comprehensive Ocean Atmosphere Data Sheet. The ICOADS is a database that stores all global marine information from 1784 on. 1784? Yep. It's all database now. It's used mainly to study climate change, but having that information, you can figure stuff out like this. Don't even start. So, <laughs> we know it exists. Damn it. Damn, I was going to make I was trying to make a comment about how dare you put your politics into this podcast. <laughs> Fucking call me on it before I can so, say it. But like I said, it's, it's mainly for that. But being able to go back and see the weather at that day helps with stuff like this as well. Yes. Yeah, so they checked the last weather conditions mm. of the ship's last written mm. logs. What? I know. <laughs> My roofer showed up today and hasn't been here in like a month. I know. No. So it's like it's like when you're just waking up early in the morning and then like for some reason there's That's like what happened. I was getting out of the shower and blowing. I heard like, What the fuck? You're just waking up you're just waking up in the morning. Grab the shotgun. Just waking up in the morning and someone's blowing. Santa, you're early. That's what Santa does to you? Blow in the morning? Yeah. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Okay, so drawing from this information, the wind speed to wind direction to water currents. They determined that the Mary Celeste could have essentially sailed itself Cecil. from the last location in the logs to where it was found 400 miles away. Yeah. Basically, it was able to drift without a crew. Um, from this revelation, they determined that the ship was most likely abandoned within sight of land on the last day of the logs, which was the morning of November 25th. Now that they knew this, they had to check into the transcriptions of the logbook since why does my light keep dimming? What is going on up there? He's blowing off his debris. Debris. There's Debris. His damn Debris. Now, 
Um, yeah, they'd use the transcriptions of the logbook since the logbook is believed to have been lost now. Yes, I did read that they somehow misplaced. Yeah, or... but it was transcribed before. So they have a copy of it. So uh, using that, using the weather information, they came to the conclusion that the ship was actually 120 miles off course of where they believed they were. They believed this was possibly due to an inaccurate chronometer. I thought I was going to fuck up that word chronometer? when I wrote it. <laughs> uh, by the captain's calculations, they should have seen land three days earlier. So being off course by that much would have been cause for concern. Right, yeah, yeah. You know, you're three days off course. Another portion of the transcription describes changing course a day before they should have arrived at the destination. This is another piece of information they found significant, perhaps showing the captain's distress in changing course seeking a safe place. You're right. Trying to find land near them as opposed to making it where they were trying to go. Uh, on the night before the final log entry, there was mention of more rough seas, but again, Briggs being an experienced captain, they didn't believe the rough seas and the faulty chronometer would have been enough to drive him to abandon a ship. So they had to look deeper into it. So this is where they came to another conclusion. On a previous trip, the ship had carried a load of coal. And it was also retrofitted before this one. Yes. So the idea is that the coal dust and the construction debris may have messed up one of the ship's pumps, which is why one was dismantled. Now, with one pump down, a full load of cargo, the captain would be, uh, they said the captain would be unable to determine how much water was actually in the ship. Yeah, because the they couldn't full. see. Yeah. yeah, couldn't see the levels. So. And what did you say? It was like three and a half foot? It was three and a half inches of water, yeah. Inches or, or foot? I, I think, think it, it was a foot. foot. Yeah. yeah. So the idea now that they came up with, this is basically the conclusion. This is all Nate gave me to cover. Excuse me? <laughs> so the idea is that... You could have grabbed more. Having gone through... You don't have enough to grab. Gone through the rough weather... I got a good two inches. I'll have you know. <laughs> a solid Solid inches. braggable two inches. Solid two inches. Sometimes solid. Normally a quarter inch. Well, it, when it's not solid, it's not two inches. So I just said a quarter inch. Yeah. Just a little button. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the the idea is that having gone through the rough rough weather, That's being off course by three days, the pump going down, the ship taking on water in an amount Briggs couldn't know how much it was, and unsure if the ship would sink, he finally gave the order to abandon the ship. That's what they think. Happened. That's what they believe happened, and I know, but they... they don't know what happened to the crew, right? <laughs> Which is weird. Stuff. My okay. So what I was talking about earlier, if you cover this, I want to I want to kind of talk about it. If they had abandoned ship, <clears throat> why? Oh, rough season. Yeah. So two two things, two things. If they did abandon the ship because of those reasons, and they did it because there's land in sight, why didn't they take the ship to land? Why did they take a lifeboat? Because you can't bring a ship that big to but shore. You anchor a ship offshore. If it's sinking anyways, you might as well anchor it close to it. Because if it's not, then you're like, okay, maybe it's not as bad as I think. We can try and figure it out. Why did they just immediately abandon it? I'm sure there's some maritime reason. Maybe there's no way to anchor it, no way to maybe, anchor it. Maybe. The light's brighter now. I know. It's weird. 
maybe uh, they thought they might be able to fix it, but then since they disappeared, we don't know what happened to them. Maybe yeah. they ran into foul play. Maybe because sure. they said it was rough waters, and cannibals. maybe it was having rough waters, and they couldn't get to the cannibals. Yeah. Yes, cannibals. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> my second question as well, there were six months of food on the ship. They didn't take any of it with them. Again, maybe they thought they were going back. This could have yeah. been... This could have been one. Maybe he took the whole crew because. Do you think he abandoned ship intentionally? Uh, like his intentions were to do what I said, uh, basically anchor the ship, leave, wait till things kind of calm down, and see how the ship was doing, and then get back on. And well, the other thing is, a lot of times back, but then, they just forgot to actually anchor it, and it just kept going. Like, oh no! Like fuck. a lot of things back then too is like they would go to shore to get wood and stuff to fix the ship, which would bring the crew with them, and it was a small crew. I'm pretty sure the ship was made of metal. I think it was, but if you can't, you can't go chop down a metal tree. So. You can't. <laughs> Fuck, don't put But you can try and fix shit with wood. Don't fucking pretend like you know what's <laughs> what. You can't tell these people how to do their jobs. I am not you're a not sailor. God. You're not God. You're no sailor. You don't know anything about metal yeah, trees. Yeah, fucking, fuck you. You have no idea what but they, they could have through. gotten rubber. <laughs> that's a lot of shit they would get. Yeah, that's true. Rubber and tar and shit like that. Mm-hmm. To fix the ship, so maybe they were just going ashore quick with the crew to grab stuff they think they I, might have. I've seen many ship. people repair like damage with tarps. Yeah, which is cr- amazing. It's really cool to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about ships, but yes, but yeah, um, <clears throat> well, I, maybe that was one of the things I thought they can. And find that's the Mary Cecil. Yeah, the Mary uh, Cecil Hotel. The Mary Cecil Hotel on the water, where ten crew members disappear. Yep. You know uh, how long it must have been. Lowering that life raft from the roof. It's it's a. Uh, uh, I think Cecil was what forty stories. 50 it was. Stories. It's a rapid repel system, so like it would just it goes down extremely quick and just smashes. Yeah, yeah, it's that's, fine. That's why nobody survived. That's what it was. It was. That's why none of the crew was ever. They got out of the water tank, got into the life raft, <laughs> and lowered themselves down the side of the building. Delirious and high. <clears throat> On a window washing rig. They got on a little lifeboat. It wasn't even a lifeboat. It was just a window washing rig. There was. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> they just there thought was, it was. They thought there was 10 people on the ship. In fact, there was 11. Somewhere, this charcoal guy came out of nowhere. <laughs> he and, threw charcoal at him. For their... That's what happened. That's what happened. They were rowing ashore, and he just started throwing charcoal till it overweighed the, <laughs> their life raft. There was fumes in the ship. It was charcoal fumes, and they had to abandon ship because of it. He just, that's what he's known for. Yes. He lights a lump of coal, and he just waves it into the vents. With the little fan? Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. He just goes, <laughs> with the little Asian fan, and he wafts it straight into the vents. There is an island out there with 10 dead people due to this charcoal peddler. He is everywhere. Man. How did he get to the island? Travel. Definitely time travel. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. You ever seen the movie Jumper? Probably has that, that had nothing to do with time. Doesn't matter. Oh, okay. If he'd seen the okay. location, he can jump okay. there. I thought you were trying to say he. it was about time travel. No, if he'd seen the location, he could jump there. That's what happened. So he looked at a picture of the ship, he jumped to the ship. Then he could see the island, so he jumped to the island. I've like ever told Chuck you how, how much I actually really enjoyed Jumper. I like it. It's such a fucking good It is. Good it's overrated. Movie. So it's Push. Did I watch Push? I don't know if I watched Push. Push alone with all the different powers. Like some can see, some can see the future. It doesn't some follow the guy with tele- things. Yes, the guy f- has telekinesis. Yes. that it follows. Yeah, yeah. But he's trying to protect someone, so they have to bring in a guy who can shield things. 
Yes. And one of the most badass scenes in the whole movie. I haven't watched the movie, but I've seen. Is they're trying to find out where these people are hiding, and they can't figure it out. The mind, uh, the one who can predict the future, cannot see it. So what they decide to do is uh, I'm trying to remember exactly how she did it. Spoilers. This movie's old. I'm trying to remember exactly what she did. Using her like psychic stuff. Mm-hmm. She drew the skyline, then held the picture up and saw what building they couldn't see in the skyline she drew. Oh, interesting. Because that was the one that was hidden. So That's when they saw which building they couldn't see, they knew what building they were hiding in because the shield guy was shielding the building. That's cool. It's a really cool idea. That is a really cool idea. It, look it, for it, what you can't see. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It's a great uh, movie. I love really Jump Alert so much. The other one, uh, another one that came out around the same time was uh, I Am Number Four. Yeah. That was good too. If you've read the, I know the books are a bit crazy too. Yeah, they were all really good movies, and they were all kind of like <clears throat> didn't get much credit. Uh, Christian Hadelson, that's his name, right? No idea. The guy who plays uh, Anakin. He's the guy who does the. He's the main character in Jumper as well. I didn't even catch that. Yeah, it's Christian Hadenson. I'm pretty sure that's his name. Yeah, yeah, you didn't know the the main character in Jumper is Anakin Skywalker. So he kills a bunch of kids and then he jumps to a different yes, timeline. Yes. <laughs> yep. Let me Christian to get away from it. Haydenson. Hayden. Christian Hayden. Christian Hayden. Yep. Okay. Well, anyway. We well, actually, I got wrong. What is it? His name is Hayden Christensen. Ah, <laughs> so it's not Christian Haydenson. It's Hayden Christensen. It's Haydenson Christian. Whoa, that's a weird photo of him. You know, you're going to, oh my God, you are going to laugh at this one. You ready for this? Anyways, Jumper 20, uh, 2008. Great movie. Great movie. Watch it. Watch Push. Highly recommend it. Check out I Am Number 4. Um, are you ready for this shit? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't realize <laughs> the guy who plays a witcher was Superman. Yeah. You, didn't, you really didn't know? Because I only saw Superman. I saw I rewatched it again not too long ago, and I'm like, wait a second. Yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't really like it the first time I saw it, so I didn't really pay attention. Um, I found out that, what's his name? Oh, God, now I can't remember his name. Who plays Superman? Yeah, yeah. Henry play. Cavell? Yeah. Did I get that right? I think it's Cavell, yeah. Cavell. Henry? I'm pretty sure. I think so. Now I have to look it up. Um, Henry. <coughs> God damn it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. baby batter to shoot across the room. Oh my God. I had to duck it. Cavell. It's Cavell. What did we say? You said Cavell. It's Cavell. I'm oh, pretty sure. Sorry. Oh, Cavill. Uh, Henry... Sorry, uh, Khalil. When I heard when they first announced the Witcher series... Oh, my God. When he was Superman, he was Khalil Cavill. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, when they announced him to be the Witcher for the Netflix series, I actually thought it was a shitty idea. Because I've seen him in Superman. I was like, this is going to be terrible. He did good. This guy... Yeah, I... I'm very happy with his act, his skills, and I found out he's he like turned a, down sh- doing Superman again. I believe. I'm not quite sure. I heard he turned down doing the, the comic stuff, and it's like, 
Well, let's see. I can do another Superman movie where I can go see this hot chick walk around naked the whole time. I think I'll go over there. <laughs> That's not what Witcher's about. How dare you? I don't care. She's hot and she's naked half the movie. Or half the series. That's not even remotely true. She's only naked like six times. She's still hot. She is hot. <clears throat> um, But I didn't like the that they, he was going to play it because I was like, this guy looks nothing like Gerald. He looks like just some pretty boy. I, I hated the idea. I was like, this is going to be stupid. And then when the actual series came out, I was like, wow, holy shit. I didn't like it when I first watched it. Really? And then I was talking about it with someone. Like, It's because it's based off the books and you know the games. Yes. So then I went through the books and then I watched it again. I'm like, okay, now I like it. Ah, uh, I see. Makes more sense to me now. Um, but I loved... He he does a very good job of portraying Geralt in that series. Yeah. I Did love you see it. the uh, animated movie? I have not. It takes place... It's a prequel. I did not see it. I, I it's called like Shadow of the the Wolf. wolf yeah, because Geralt's a kid. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Like, now I, I might have to watch it. Yeah, um, I don't want to say too much, but he's like not in the whole movie either. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> did you see somebody was saying that they want to make Geralt a crippled in the TV show? That wouldn't work. But he was a crippled in the books. No, he had a bad leg. I remember somebody writing this long article about how Geralt had a really bad leg from an injury he took, and it, it he had to adapt yeah, the way he fought. Yeah, but it didn't it. fuck anything up. He could still do everything he did. <clears throat> yeah, but they wanted they wanted that in the TV show to where it, it has like some kind of. Um, They're gonna go overboard and make it like Doctor House. Yes, <laughs> have a cane. Yeah. And... Um, but I, I remember reading that they they wanted the lady wanted them to do it to where so they could have more crippled. Um, diversity in and the then show. they'll get mad that he's not a real cripple doing that yeah they're and just... I was like this is dumb and I get it like it makes sense for the, if they follow the story but I don't know if it's necessary yeah I don't think it is like, I don't think it is. it is at all I like, can't wait to see if they keep doing it I think I already announced the second one's coming out pretty soon right October I'm pretty sure this month good because I want to see Siri grown up because she is fucking badass <laughs> Do you think they will keep the same actor for a grown-up series? Cause, no, know. they can't. Why? Because she's like 12 in the show. She's like 16. I don't think it'll work, though. You don't think so? No. Because she, I don't know. I'm also envisioning her from the game still, so. Yeah. That's true. How about Gandalf Gandolfini? Shut the fuck up, <laughs> Shut the fuck up. How do we feel about... Um, did I send, you, I sent you that, right? You did send it to me. How how do we feel about them changing Triss Marigold into just some black lady who doesn't really have a lot of plot yet? It's like, oh, cool. I guess? I'm not quite sure what's going on here. I'm still mad that... Mulan Good actor, though. I like it. Asian. I, what? <laughs> Shut the fuck Remember up. That We're done. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Arcanum Obscura. Hey, that was like real controversy. <laughs> They wanted all the Disney princesses changed, and it's like, but but she is already a minority. <laughs> That's not okay. I hope you enjoy this episode where we covered <laughs> everything. The Mary Celeste, the Mary Cecil, a lot of political things, and then The Witcher, and then Superman being in The Witcher, and then Jumper being Jumper one of the greatest push. movies ever. Flubber is the greatest movie ever. Shut your whore mouth. I like Flubber. I've never seen it. 
Have you really not seen Flubber? No. I used to run that website, uh, Rev Halo. Yeah. For know, 10, 15 years. I constantly talk about Flubber was the greatest movie ever made. I've never seen Flubber. I heard it's actually really good, though. It's a good movie. <laughs> yeah, I got to, yeah. I got to watch it's it. It's a good movie. Um, that was like the running joke on the site. Weird concept, ever. though. I don't know anything about it. I have it. I just got to watch it now. Uh, good guy makes f- some bouncy kind of stuff. bouncy stuff that is sentient. Okay. Yeah. Unintentionally makes it sentient. So that's Flubber, essentially. So basically, he made some kind of a substance and then he made a pony jar with it. <laughs> it became no, sentient. We don't talk about <laughs> the jars. <laughs> the traumatizing. It's a pretty cool sound, but uh. But you know uh, the fear I got when I saw two... two jars and legs? Anyways, um, if you enjoy our episode and want to contact us if you don't enjoy this episode i'm sure we have other ones you might probably not (laughs) (laughs) if you want to contact us or follow our social medias our email is arcanum obscura cast at gmail.com our twitter is at arcanum obscura our instagram is arcanum obscura podcast and then our telegram is at arcanum obscura please review like follow share all that fun jazz Yes, write it on a brick, throw it through people's windows. Did you... I'm going to go off slightly for a second before we end. Uh, In Star Wars, you know that they're playing music in the cantina. Do you know what kind of music that genre is called? They thought, we'll just make it jazz, but space. So they called it jizz. (laughs) I kid you not. You can look this up. That's hilarious. G-I-Z-Z. Yeah. Anyways, I'm going to leave you off on that note. You guys have a great day. Yeah, bye. Thank you.